Good morning, everybody. This is Jamie, and this is my mind. Come on in, make yourselves at home. Um, yeah. Settle in. This is a this is a weird one. I was I'm, I was on my way to work this morning, and I stopped off at a convenience store to get a couple bottles of water. It's going to be a hot day, so I get water because I don't always have a store close by where I'm working. Anyways. Uh, I pulled up to this store. It's like uh, 6.30 in the morning. And there's a couple of gentlemen uh, off to my right, sitting beside the store. I don't know what they're exactly they're doing. They're, they're scruffy-looking fellas, though. And uh, when I got out of my car, van, one of the fellows, uh, he left the other one, and he got up, and he was kind of like skipping, jumping, hopping away from the other guy and I don't he didn't come near me or anything it wasn't like a like a a confrontation or anything bad like that but it was different it was interesting and then his uh, when I went into the store his friend the other guy uh, came in and he was trying to, to scan the barcode on a lottery ticket and I don't know if he won or not I didn't hear a noise but then I went back outside and looking the other direction this is on main street of my town so we're not like uh, in a small town there's 40,000 people um, yeah and there's a guy lying on a bench um, I, I don't want to I'm assuming homeless but he wasn't like it didn't have a shopping cart full of stuff or anything he was just lying on a bench at 6 30 in the morning uh, which is a perfectly normal thing to do on a Tuesday but What's, that, what's happening is that my particular town, the, the small town, 40,000 folks, is being really, really overrun right now with drugs and drug addicts. And my fine fellows this morning, the, the gentleman featured in my story here, we're all, I'm assuming, uh, I haven't got blood tests or anything from them, but these gents were clearly... Uh, addicted to some sort of heavy drugs and there's a lot of that going around there are people there's a one girl she actually looks like somebody I know uh, she it's kind of she bends over and she screams and she pulls her own hair and her hair is big it's all over the place and she is an absolute disaster walking around there are people everywhere all the time I guess there's a guy that walks around in town picking up needles um, he just he does it by himself he walks around he finds needles he collects them goes to different areas where people congregate and he cleans up so no one else comes across these things and, and gets injured so all this <clears throat> in what used to be a primarily uh, I don't want to say primarily seniors but there's lots of seniors homes it's, it was a quiet little town it's it's pretty, like, there's been no murder. I think there's, like, in my lifetime, I'm 44. In my lifetime, in in my town, there's been, like, two, maybe three murders? So, yeah, so it's not a violent place. It's not uh, a place that you would expect to find a massive drug problem. But, but here we are. So, oh, the, the MP... RMP, uh, her daughter got caught with like a whole bunch of guns and meth and stuff that was like 
destined for the streets is how they said in the paper so that's embarrassing but anyways yeah the i saw i had a thought about how to deal with drug addicts and it isn't going to be popular (laughs) there's some uh it's a draconian measure for sure but i was reading a book called atomic habits by james clear um and it's, it's not the point of the book, how to deal with drug addicts, but in it, he's talking about people who are addicted to drugs and the habit. And it's the, you know, there's a cue or there's like a trigger and then a cue and then you, you perform the habit and then you feel good. There, there's like four stages or whatever of, of a habit loop. And he's talking about drug addicts. And I guess in, in I think it was Vietnam, uh, there was a lot of heroin use among U.S. soldiers. And a lot of them over there, like a huge percentage of uh, soldiers over there were addicted to heroin. Which, you say that they wouldn't, I guess no wonder they lost the war. I mean, no one's terribly interested at that time. But when they came back to America after that war, uh, it's like, again, another massive percentage, like 90-something percent of them cleaned up. Like, they didn't have... Uh, ongoing issues. It wasn't like a big, you didn't bring back a whole mess of heroin addicts and, and just mess up your whole country. It seems, and he says, part of the reason that drug addicts, like the get out of, of rehab, for instance, and then go back to where they lived before and bam, they're, they're back on the drugs like an hour later, is because of your habit loop. It's, it's what you do. So you come back from rehab, you're all clean, you're feeling good, and you come back to the place that you've been doing all your your drugs, your heroin or your meth or what have you. And you meet all the same people, you go all the same places and the habit kicks in and bam, you're back to it. So in the case of the soldiers, they were doing it over there. They came back to, came back home and now they weren't around, they were out of that, out of that situation. They weren't around the same people. They weren't in the same places. They could and I mean, heroin isn't hard to find. Uh, if you really wanted it, they could have kept going if they wanted to, but now they're in a different situation. So the habit loop is broken. So my thoughts, brace yourselves. There's going to be people who are outraged and people who are like, that's not good enough. You, in, in our case, again, it's not a big town. You find your drug addicts and I'm sure have, like, possessing drugs is illegal, manufacturing drugs is illegal, selling drugs is illegal. So I would imagine using and being on drugs should also be illegal. I don't know because I'm not uh, in that situation. But my thought is you collect all the drug addicts and you separate them, obviously, and you put them into some kind of rehabilitation situation where they don't have a choice. And then you ship them out, send them all to different places, and you separate them. You get them out of the environment that got them to where they are. You're essentially forcing a break in the habit loop, is what I'm thinking. And some people are not going to like that idea, and there's money and stuff that has to be considered, but I think that's what you do. You take them, clean them up, and you know, you're not arresting them, and well, I guess you would be, sort of. You're not like beating the crap out of them and, and putting them in a prison. You're putting them in a rehab situation, cleaning them up, and shipping them out. I think you should do that. But gotta go. So thanks for listening, and I'll talk to y'all later. Mm-hmm.